Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Whores Only. Horror movie whores. Whore! 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 This is that episode. Welcome. Um, yeah, so this is where we answer our voicemails from callers like you. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. Let's get started with our first caller back in January 30th. We're, we're a little late on these, but here we go. Horror movie talk! Hey, fellas, it's Joy Z Mike here. Hey, I'm just wondering, where do we leave off on the whole Team Bat versus Team Spear debate? Is there a poll or maybe a voting chart to see who's winning? Anyway, just curious. Uh, let me know. Talk to you guys later. Great show. I don't know. I don't know if we ever had a formal poll. I mean, it seems pretty split, but we could look at how many sh- T-shirts we've sold from Team Bat versus Team Spear. Do we Walks have in- stats on that? Walks into the room, you know, into the bar, and is like, so what do you guys think, the 49ers or the Cowboys? And then walks out <laughs> before guns start firing. <laughs> you know? He's like, well, bye. Uh, any opinions on the Pats? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, Fuck it's, yeah. you! It's, you know, look, in the event of a zombie apocalypse, uh, Bryce has... Uh, you know, there's a, there's a long-standing debate be- between Bryce and myself uh, where Bryce believes that Spears is the superior manual weapon, right? Not mm-hmm. guns. We're not going to... Melee weapon. Def- yeah. Melee weapon, manual weapon, and it's manual as well. Everything's um, manual if you use your hand, but go ahead. And um, and I'm I'm more the the bat persuasion. I think in the event of a zombie apocalypse, a bat is a better option. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of the shirts, let me tell you, um, very very popular shirts, extremely popular, flying off the shelves. <laughs> you absolutely need to get your hands on some of these f- motherfucking shirts because we're just not going to have them for very much longer. Um, so I'll, I'll tally them up while we're taking these calls and I'll, I'll let you know what the numbers are. Uh, well, maybe not what the numbers are. They're too high to, uh, to really <laughs> say on the air, the number's too big. You know, it's like <laughs> a Google Plex. You're like, I don't how do I quantify this? How can I put it in a way that your small brain will understand it, let alone my brain? <laughs> so I'll go ahead and tally those numbers up while we take calls. Okay. <laughs> Uh, next caller. This is the beast from the Northeast, and it has been a while. But I felt the need to call to tell you guys how great a movie House of a Thousand Corpses is, and you guys are wrong. Captain Spaulding is one of the greatest characters to ever grace a horror movie in the last 20 years. Sid Haig is a legend, and once again... House of a Thousand Corpses, for me personally, is one of the, the is one of the movies that got me into horror movies. I saw it when I was probably twelve years old, and it stuck with me ever since. But it's okay to be wrong. Anyways, I guess I will still continue to be a patron after this absolute insult to my soul. Always have a good night. Well, you really kind of showed your cards when you say you saw it when you're 12. 
It's like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Kind of colors that a little. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, Captain Spaulding is a great character. Like, it's not that part was solid. If they focused on Captain Spaulding and that museum and that was around that, probably would have been a much more interesting movie. But uh, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean, he was definitely right about one part of the thing that he said, which is it is definitely a movie. <laughs> I like I don't know if you saw this on our on our reviews but in Chartable I like Sorry, excuse me. This this review that is titled 5 stars despite disagreeing and then he gives us 3 stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the com Look, the comment listen, beneath Listen, that that really does hurt the podcast. If you're if you're looking to be funny in your review by giving us less stars that really hurts uh, the podcast. So, uh, yeah, please don't but do it that. is funny. It so is. Funny. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, um, five stars despite the screen. Three stars, and then he says, "Giving House of a Thousand Corpses a one out of ten. That's harsh, man. LOL. I love that movie." And then sad face from crazy Star Wars fanboy via Apple Podcast. Um, I mean, it kind of says all you need to all you need to know, doesn't it? All right, next caller. It's me again. I forgot to add, Jerry Moon Zombie. Is a smoke show, especially for her age. <laughs> I'm sure she appreciates that. Especially she is totally for her hot age. for her age. She is very old and sweetie. Helen Mirren is a goddess for her age. She's got big, huge, amazing personalities. Furthermore, Doctor Satan, Doctor Satan. Hmm. Working on his. Uh, All right. Year. Okay. So I know. So I was able to c compute okay. the sales of Team Bat shirts versus Team Spear shirts that we sold. I don't know if I'm 100% correct on this because, as I said, the numbers are overwhelming. But uh, you're not going to believe this, Bryce. It's a fucking dead heat. Wow. Yeah. It is a dead heat. It's. So the, right. the debate rages on. <laughs> so it's cannot... like 300 shirts and 300 shirts sold? No, it's like 300 billion shirts. Oh, wow. Well, get yours soon. There's a limited supply. Right. Limited. <laughs> Extremely. Um, next caller. Next caller. What's up, guys? It's Mike from California. I uh, just wanted to say it was funny listening to Bryce try to dance around how he has no exposure to the Kardashians. When we know goddamn well he's beaten off to that Kim Kardashian sex tape, which he was, he was like I said, he was dancing around it. I have almost no, uh, you know, affiliation with them or seeing them or watching their shows. No, but you're watching her get plowed by fucking Ray J. You're not fooling nobody, Dr. Bryce. Okay, that's it. Uh, talk to you later. Um, excuse me, sir. No. Um, was there a sex tape? Uncanny ability to cut deeply into your soul. Look at Mike from California um, coming in here, always I, with the hot takes. Hey, I know who I am. Um, uh, if there was a sex tape, I, I wasn't aware of it, but I definitely haven't seen it. Um, I mean, that's disgusting to look at sex tapes and, and celebrity nudes like that's an invasion of privacy and 
as stolen, you know, stolen goods. And we should all have empathy for them and respect their privacy. So, you know, I don't know what type of person you think I am, but um, next caller. Hi, this is Beyond the Grave. I've got some updates. <sighs> I'm hoping you guys won't even bother with this uh, if you do an overview of it. But I think this is the first time Hulu has really let me down in quite some time. I saw that uh, they released the Jeepers Creepers Reborn, the reboot. It took about 8 minutes and 34 seconds before I clicked out and I said, I can't do this. I, it, it, it was just awful. I was really, I was kind of intrigued with these old people in the beginning, and I said, okay, these people will be interesting. They cut those people out real quick, and then they got these young people in here, and I couldn't, they were going back and forth. I said, are they Americans? Are they British? Are they Australian? The, The accents were all over the place. I could tell there was some kind of BS love storyline that no one was going to care about. I clicked out of that real quick. In other news, um, my Twitter was permanently disabled, and uh, I'm not sure why, because all I do, all I have Twitter for is what you should really only have Twitter for is just naked people watching people have sex on the Internet without fear of, you know, getting a virus on your phone or something. So now I guess I gotta risk it elsewhere. But who knows how long they're gonna let people, you know, have sex on Twitter. Anyway, have a good Tuesday. Well, rip your Twitter account. Um, yeah, you know, we've heard a lot of people say that that Jeepers Creepers Reborn is is not good. And I haven't seen any of them, but for some reason, I'm not surprised that a film with the title Jeepers Creepers is not good. Like, I don't know if I'm judging a book by its cover. I definitely am. But some titles where you hear them and you're like, I'm not expecting a high quality movie from Jeepers Creepers, (laughs) you know? You got a lot of hot takes. isn't good? <laughs> what? You got, lot, you got a lot of hot takes, but this may be the hottest. <laughs> yeah, uh, people... I saw people, this new horror movie that came out. Like, I was really expecting it to be, like, top chilling, tier. chilling and top tier. Uh, it's called uh, Jiminy Jillikers, <laughs> and it just didn't land. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, listen, boy, you know, I, I you know, I went back and I, I don't know Jeepers why this creepers. I don't know why this caller. <laughs> uh, you know, I love. First of all, I love. Uh, wow, his name just escaped my whole brain all of a sudden. Beyond the grave. Beyond the grave. I one of my favorite callers. It wouldn't surprise me if we got him on the Strangers by the Lake episode. Mm. We acquired him as a listener uh, there. But I want to say, I went back, and the reason I bring that up is because I went back and I listened to a Strangers by the Lake episode. I got to say, I think he talked a lot about seeing people have sex on tape. I think we need 
to go back, find more movies like Stranger by the Lake. I don't know why I'm like dying to see a lot more gay sex, but <laughs> I think I, I got a scratch. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm just saying, <clears throat> is there Bryce? You brought. I didn't know the exist about the existence of Strangers by the Lake. Is there more out there? I'm asking you. Um, of gay sex horror. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think a lot of some, our fans would say, "Well, you could watch Hereditary again." I think there's lesbian stuff. I think that's pretty prevalent. Um, no, nah, not not so much. Not so much. Really looking for. I mean, not like hardcore, but like, hmm. I think hardcore, like, like unsimulated sex. I don't think there's another one out there. To be honest, I Oof. think the closest that I've heard, like, isn't even necessarily a horror movie, but uh, I think it was Robert. Was it Robert De Niro or Al Pacino that did um, uh, cruising? Cruising. Cruising. Oh yeah, Midnight Cowboy. It's not horror. Well, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, but cruising is. What about, if it was just gay? Could we put that on the show? Just gay. Yeah. Just gay porn. Well, not maybe not quite. I don't know. We could or we can open up Pornhub. Let's let's just let's just look up uh, gay mm-hmm. porn. Horror. Uh, horror gay porn videos on Pornhub. Hmm. You got that incognito window going? or I, I'm doing it live. Huh. <laughs> Not going to lie. It's really la- leaning in more to the gay sex than the horror <laughs> element, to be honest. <laughs> wow. What? Definitely... More gay than horror. Um, I'm going to make some holes in you. There, there's, some ma- there's a guy with a saw mask on, with a jigsaw mask on. Next caller. <laughs> Shit. i got to scrub my history now. I, you know what? I am going to say this. I Controversial. I'm going to say it out loud, though. If you use one of those filters <clears throat> to make your face look like an anime character... You could be a narcissist. I'm just saying. There's a good chance, high chance. Where did that come from? It's just a thought. I'm having. I'm just going. Just just having these thoughts. Hmm. Um, Robert the Farter next. Hey, it's Robert the Farter. I was just listening to your Let the Right One In review, and Bryce said that out of the Universal Monsters, being a, a vampire would be the best. But I don't think it would be because you couldn't go outside during the day. And, like, I know you guys aren't, like, very social people. Neither am I. But (laughs) it's, like, even if you're not, you still can't ever go outside. And, David, I know you like camping and stuff like that. And you wouldn't be able to do that if you were a vampire. I personally, I've seen all the Universal Monster movies, and I think I think Frankenstein would be the best. Uh, anyways, Robert the Farter. No, he's got a good point. That is a huge limitation. He yeah, definitely... I mean, it is a huge limitation, but, I mean, so we're comparing it to Frankenstein, where you have a donated half-dead brain. And a, you're just 
literally a monster that is feared by the villages and want to burn you anywhere you go? Dude, you've been living that life. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I got him. I got him. Ah, he's so <laughs> stupid. He's got a half dead brain over here. The village wants to burn him down. He's so gross. Well, are you baby face Billy? Fuck uh, out of here with you, you <clears throat> fucking Frankenstein fuck. <laughs> Invisible man, that's the life for me. I think in terms of being a monster, it's a small price to pay to, like, not go out during the day, which, to be honest, not a huge fan of the day in the first place. Look, we've been living lives as monsters our whole lives, and we don't get any of the benefits of, like, right. you know, limited li- unlimited life or invisibility or shit turning into a bat. Yeah. Like, it's like, yes, you can live without light, get to be the world's biggest fuckboy. Who needs light? Yeah. What's light? <laughs> yeah. I don't need light to fuck. Dude. Next caller. Next call. Hi, this is Max, and I'm leaving you a skinnamarink message. <laughs> oh, this is terrifying. I'm turning up the volume so we can hear it. Uh-huh. Chilling. It's chilling. I'm terrified. Um, I gotta say, uh, yeah, I, that was that was horrifying. Mm-hmm. It really Next worked. Caller. This is Tyler from Minnesota. Uh, question: uh, Two movies. Wondering if you guys have seen them. Uh, Freaked from 1993 and uh, Isolation from 2006. Uh, Bob show. Gonna be a patient soon. Thank you. I no and seen, no for me. I have seen Freaked. If you haven't, uh, it's the most fucking crazy, like '90s movie. Is that the one with Ted from yeah. Bill and Ted? Mm-hmm. Starring Ted from Bill and Ted. It's the other movie he was in. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burns. Um, No, have not seen Isolation from 2005. Our synopsis for it says, On a remote Irish farm, five people become unwilling participants in an experiment. Bill. Bill. Oh, wait, he's Bill. Bill. I'm sorry. Bill Nye, the science guy. No, we haven't uh, seen Isolation, though. Uh, So, yeah, if you're going to become a Patreon, go ahead and vote on it. Make us watch it. Freaked, not a scary movie, just the craziest fucking movie. Just insane. Yeah, they did a. I watched it when it came out as a little kid, and it just blew my goddamn mind. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) All right, next caller. Hey, it's Robert DeFardier. Was listening to the. Let the right one in after pod. You talked about how people reach out to you and say that the episodes where you don't like the movie aren't as good because you're not as engaged, which I think is valid, but also, but also I think that, like, 
that doesn't mean you should well, like every not. movie that you see because that also is bad. <laughs> and if you don't, and if you like every movie that you see, then then it's not going to be as much of your opinion anymore. So I think you should. So I think you should just try and find like just ways to be more engaged in the movies you don't like. Also, just going to give my opinion now. Don't like the House of a Thousand Corpses. It's garbage. Okay, see ya. You can always. Re- yeah, I mean, I think that was the, that was my takeaway too, which is like, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, something to keep in mind when you don't like a movie to put in a little more effort to bring some uh, glamour, Adrian Brody, bring some sprinkle, bring in some. Uh, Adrian Brody. No, I mean, uh, you can always rely on Robert for like a really solid piece of advice that you've thought about but need a little bit more punctuation on, you know. He's going to put it, he's going to frame it, frame it up for you. Right. Sit you in front of it and then, you know, deliver Mm -hmm. that opinion. All right. Thanks again, Robert. Here's the next caller. Howdy, HMT. This is Joe Jimbo calling from St. Petersburg, Florida. And I just want to say that I think that you guys. Mm. Did you refresh too? Could you refresh? It says it's recording right now is the thing. <laughs> All right, well let's start over with this one. See if see if it works. Uh, next caller. Howdy, HMT. This is Joe Jimbo calling from St. Petersburg, Florida. And I just want to say that I think that you guys missed out on a couple of different vampires that on your Smasher Pass segment. You know, definitely Marlo from 30 Days of Night and Drusilla and Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So you guys could give your opinions on whether or not you'd fuck them. I'd be just fascinated. Please. Please. Answer. Drusilla. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google this too. Yeah, let me me see here. Um, What's the browser? Oh, thank you. Oh, look at you. No, that's not right. Hold on. All this technology. Here we go. No, pass. I don't know who that is. Yeah. That's the 30 Days of Night guy. On that one. 30 Days of Night guy? No. Marlo? No. Who's the other one? Buffy. Yeah, Buffy Drusilla, I think, and uh, and uh, Paul Rubin, I think, is who he was talking about. Drusilla. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'd smash yeah, that. Smash. And then what was the other one? Uh, Spike. Yeah, Spike. Let's see. Um. Oh yeah, smash. Smash, smash. Would you smash vampire version of him? Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, there's your answer, uh, Joe Jimbo. Yeah, easy. Man, coming in with these with these questions that we can just – that's easy. No no problem. We, we, is, is the person? Well, let's have sex. Hi, Bryce. Hey, David. Um, this is the South Carolina Silver Girl, who I guess I forgot I never left my name um, last time. Um, my name is Hannah. And, yeah, uh, I was just calling because I wanted to know. Um, I love hearing you talk about Cat Williams um, a couple episodes ago. That was awesome. And it would be curious. Um, I, I would love to know who are some of your favorite comedians. Um, for me, my number one is Mitch Hedberg. Can't explain why. Just know that I love him. It's not about technical proficiency. It's just about I love Mitch Hedberg. So there's that. I also like Pete Holmes, of course, John Mulaney. Um, I want to know who y'all's top comedians are. So, um, David, my <laughs> thinks they're really cute. <laughs> Yo, what was that? <laughs> she said yes, I do. But I told you, you're a, I told her you're a happily married gentleman. So, um, yeah. Also, random, but I just hit six months of sobriety, so that's pretty dope, and I'm excited. Um, thanks, guys. Love the show. Look forward to it every week. Okay. Bye. Six months. Get out of here with this. Stupid. <laughs> Two years up so, in mean, here. No. <laughs> the, most, the most salient question is, so when you fell in love with David, that was like eight months ago, right? You are heavily into it, right? Close to rock bottom. And that just kind of spanned over. Oh, man, I don't. You know what? This is just proof that I cannot take a compliment. Like all every 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 part of my body, like it's like you have to reject life now. Like it's like oh no, somebody likes you for you. No. Yeah, I mean everyone knows David's a looker. I mean, look at him. Look at that face. Oh man, right, we got to quit. We got to stop that. the episode. We got to stop. <laughs> Break. Uh, all these thirsty bitches all up on David's dick. That's the first time. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think there's been plenty of listeners that have like, <laughs> David's such a cutie. And I'm like, okay, thanks, guys. All right. like, oh, Bryce is... No, we love you too, Bryce. All right. Uh, well, who's your favorite comedian? I mean... I think everyone knows who my favorite comedian is. Uh, I mean, definitely Norm Macdonald. Mm. It's probably probably number one. Yeah, I'd have to say Norm's pretty pretty much number one for me as well. Of like current, I think comedians. I think Bryce is a bigger fan of comedy. Yeah, I'm kind. I I'm not like a huge like a hundred percent like a stand up nerd, but I definitely have a little more knowledge than most people of what's out there um like i'd say you know tom segura is great john mulaney is you know everything he does is great um um oh who are the who are the two guys sam morell right now he's he's kind of a younger guy um and i really liked her voice though bryce yeah she she's got the the bedroom voice for you david 
Like she's she's right there. Uh, Mark Norman is killing it right now. Shane um, Gillis. Shane Gillis. Like yeah, I think I think in terms of like current comedians, I think Shane Gillis like kind of fills a little bit of a norm shaped hole in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's definitely uh, bringing the heat. Um, but yeah, those those are my favorite. But I love. I mean, I go back really far. <laughs> like, I I love stand up comedians. Anyone that yeah. does it really well, I, I have like a immense amount of respect for them. Like, um, like even even I mean stuff like Ellen DeGeneres or uh, like uh, Drew Carey. Like, I remember their stand up. Yeah, from I remember like Drew the Carey's late eighties, and it's like, no, I I remember them being as extremely funny yeah and and hilarious and then they like get into pop culture and they're like yeah who cares about ellen degeneres like she's really funny yeah like she's got the capability to be like a killer comedian anyways i really uh i mean a lot of the same ones as you i mean current uh yeah shane gillis tom segura uh i i i unapologetically love daniel tosh I think Daniel Tosh is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I think he's in terms of one liners, like he's he's along the line of Mitch Hedberg. I think he's maybe the funniest. I think he's just got a fucking head for it. I love Anthony Jeselnik too, like in that same vein. And I I know what kind of vein that is. Um and I don't care. I think it's fucking hilarious. Right. But like right. I mean Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, you know, Bob Saget, I feel is tremendously underappreciated. Uh, Bob Saget stuff is kills me, and Rodney Dangerfield. I really, uh, oh, like the king of everyone for me is Andy Kaufman. Uh, like, mm, un, yeah. just undeniably, just like <laughs> a, a man after my absolute heart. Andy Kaufman yeah. is is that that total everything. So that's me. Hey, thank you for your call. I really, uh, <laughs> I really like that. Just don't know how to respond to it. Very, uh, you know, it's upsetting. Just put your hand up to your mouth and go tee hee hee hee. Say tee hee hee. Okay, next caller. Hey, it's Robert the Farter. David responded to my call last, saying that uh, skin and is a lot like a razor head, but. I actually don't think that it is in that Eraserhead isn't just stealing your money, which Skin Rink basically just is. Because when you're watching a race, I mean, when you're watching Skin Rink, you're just like, Ugh, you know, like checking your watch. Yeah. When you're watching Eraserhead, there might be times where you're like, okay, this is kind of slow. But then there's also times where you're like, what the heck? And there's like something I like, can't wait just until an this image that pops up, or like just a weird side clip, or something, something out of the blue that's like really disturbing. And there might be whole periods where it's just like a disturbing like side story. And and if I had to differentiate the two, I would say Eraserhead is for smart people. That's the difference between Skin Rink and Eraserhead. Eraserhead is for smart people, Hot and it's takes. not stealing your money. Although they're both not fun to watch, hmm. just but in different ways. Anyways, it's Robert the Farter. 
Okay. I got to say the one no. thing that Eraserhead has on Skinamarink for people that like um, movies that have things on the screen, it's a way better movie. I was going to say Eraserhead. I was going to say Skinamarink is like Eraserhead except that nothing happens. Right. Yeah. And nothing's actually shown on screen. Yeah, right? but but to say that Eraserhead is kind of slow at times, like I would counter that and say Eraserhead in terms of film, Eraserhead invented time. Like, you know, before Eraserhead, it was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's an experience. Eraserhead made every second a second, and then it included billions of them. And then you were just like aware of the time that passed as it passed. And you were just like, it's like being asleep while you're awake. There's no, there's no respite. It's horrible. It's hell. It's just. It's just you're in a, a waiting room waiting to go to the afterlife, and you can't get there. Yeah, so. But Skinamarink is like that, but nothing mm. happens. Mm. Yeah. Uh, all right, next caller. Hey, what's up, Bryce and David? My name is Victor. I'm calling you guys from Oklahoma. Anyway, this is my first time calling, so I thought I'd give you a little story. I was telling my dad about your podcast a few months ago, and I brought up your bat and spear debate. Mm. I'm team bat. Fuck Team Spear. Anyway, uh, yeah. we proceeded to have a pretty long debate on Bats and Spears for at least probably 10 minutes. Needless to say, I was forced to disown my dad because the sick son of a bitch was Team Spear. I thought I knew the man. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for the entertainment every week, guys. It helps me survive the day at work. So, uh, see ya. This is not. I mean, he's your dad's got more maturity. He's got a, you know more intelligence from being older and and life experience like you should listen to your dad that's an interesting take bryce that's an interesting take i'm going to do something right now that i don't know that the leader of team spear would ever have the uh cojones to do i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm i'm doing it i'm i'm making it i'm making i'm making an announcement for all those of team back members of team spear kill on sight (laughs) <laughs> all right hold your bat up high bash your dad in the head kill him right now you kill him with the bat and then show him then 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 see which team he's on <laughs> uh you never get to him i mean get stabbed in the throat before he could even swing i guarantee i'll get to him because his dad doesn't have a fucking spear <laughs> well for legal purposes i'll say don't actually kill people with bats or spears Horror Movie Talk does not condone uh, murder using blunt or sharpened weapons. <laughs> Next caller. Good morning, fellas. It's English Luke calling from, well, not very sunny, I'm sure it's half four in the morning, so it's very dark. Um... I said all of us are watching a new, well, not a new program, it's an old program called From Bioethics. And uh, I say that's horror. I very much enjoyed it. I've only watched it recently because I heard there was a second season coming out. I know um, how popular cancelling shows after one season is. Like the old, um, a new one where they're on a boat, 18 something. And then you had, uh, what was it called? The Archives, 80-something. 
and there's a few more, and I can't be bothered to get invested in a show that I know is going to end after a season. I need to wait for at least two to get my teeth stuck into. I know you fellas are quite partial to the old Flanagan's uh, horror shows. I bet you didn't do an episode on The Midnight Club. I would assume because that was a pile of shit. My opinion, anyway. So, apart from, obviously, Flanagan's uh, few decent shows that he's done, I just wondered if there's any other good horror shows that you think I should talk about. I've, I've realised you talked a bit about Twin Peaks on the last Fours episode. Uh, I, I will admit I missed her back because I listen, sometimes listen to you and I'm trying to go to sleep. You're from the inside of a toilet <laughs> or do they call them lose or water closets the old wc uh yeah i couldn't even catch what the first series that it was talking about english was. luke um he said he was watching something but then he wasn't sure it was going to be a second season. and then he mentions a couple that like the 18-whatever, Archives 80, like a bunch of horror series that gets picked up by streaming services and then abandoned after a season, um, giving people who are big fans blue balls. Um, yeah, I've heard I've heard that a couple times. Um, in terms of horror series, like that's a pretty big blind spot for me. I mean, Same. obviously the Mike Flanagan ones yeah. like are pretty consistent. I didn't even watch The Midnight Club, um, so... I'm not super surprised that that didn't get picked up for a second season. Um, just didn't seem that interesting. I even picked up the book and started reading it. I'm like, oh, I don't care. Um, he's thinking about rebooting Nightmare on Elm Street, or he's wanting to. Yeah, that would be, That'd be amazing. Yeah, we, we were having a debate about who would play Freddy in Mike <laughs> Flanagan's. Uh, yeah, this is just stuff we do in the, our, our off time when we're not. Yeah. I was like... I mean, obviously, it would be Henry Thomas. Adrian Brody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. With, like, horror series, like, I... Uh, to me, it seems like it just has automatic diminishing returns. Like, there's only so far you can take it. I think limited series or yeah. anthology series are yeah. probably the way to go. American Horror like, Story is a real big popular one that everybody seems to have feelings about. I haven't watched yeah. much of it. Watch it like first season or whatever. Bat way. See, everything back. I hear was like it feels like everyone's disappointed because it could have been better, and it wasn't as good as whatever other season there was. Um, so I haven't even really started it. Um, I mean, Last of Us going on right now, that be considered a horror series, and that's pretty fantastic. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. The one I was actually thinking about this before this call, um, and I know you'll agree with me. Uh, I, I just I, – first, I just love Dan Simmons, and the terror on Hulu yeah. crushed, crushed. So fuck it. Like I want. Did you watch the the second season? I started on that? to, and then I kind of lost a little interest. Um, I, I haven't. Have you? 
No. Oh, man. I, like, I mean, the first season rocked so hard. I just fucking crushed. Like, I want horror like that. Like, right. Like, existential, like, but a timepiece, you know? Like, in the 18, 1700s or something like that, looking for the Northwest Passage. Man, fucking so right. creepy. Great. I think, um, so there's a couple that come to mind that, like, I, I could recommend. Um, let me see. Um, Everybody loves that new Chucky series, too. The new Child's Play series, whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. People really like that. I mean, What We Do in the Shadows, it's pretty great. Yeah. Pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard good things of about Lovecraft Country, but I haven't watched it. Um, what about this um, Wednesday show? <laughs> nah. Nah. Sever- I'm looking at a, uh, like a list of horror popular horror shows and severance is on there mm. like that's a fantastic show yeah, i wouldn't necessarily consider it what uh, a horror movie, horror show but it's great um i still think of them on amazon as a fantastic show like that's stuck with me um yeah just not not i haven't watched a lot of like the really popular ones really but uh those ones i'd say are pretty good Next caller. Hi, this is Sam from Indianapolis. I'm listening to the Let the Right One In episode now. And uh, Bryce started talking about um, the feedback about how the show's funnier when you guys like a movie and less funny when you guys don't like a movie. And I beg to disagree. I think it's funnier when you don't like the movies and just kind of shit on it. Um, but I, I also very much enjoy the episodes where you guys like the movies. It's just a different, different form of funny, I guess. Uh, you guys have pretty good, uh, perspectives on things that, um, you know, I lost my train of thought, but that happens all the time. Uh, second part of my call, uh, have you guys seen Infinity Pool? Because, man, that me and God, I never thought I would want to fuck a girl with no eyebrows so fucking bad. For some reason, in Infinity Pool, she just fucking does it for me. God damn. That's all I got. Bye-bye. I haven't seen that yeah. yet. We need, we, need to, we need to see that. We got, we got some, some built-up yeah. splooge in us, you know? Yeah. Um, I think there's kind of an uncanny valley with, like, us reviewing bad movies to where it's like, we get a lot of energy out of reviewing good movies that we like, and then we can get a lot of energy out of movies that we absolutely hated. Yeah. Um, but then the middle ground of just, like, meh movies, that's where it's like, I don't know. I don't even want to engage in this. Um, that's where it gets troublesome in terms of energy. So, um, yeah, Mia Goth is an attractive woman. Um, I just, yeah, she had, had eyebrows. I don't trust people without eyebrows. I'll just say that straight off. Um, I don't know if that makes me uh, racist against people with alopecia. Was that racist? But I just don't. I don't trust you. Like, mm. if you if your eyebrows don't want to be around you, why would I? You know. Was that racist? Yes. All right. Um, last caller from Sydney from Boston. Hey guys, it's Sydney from Boston. 
Um, I just got done uh, listening to the people under the stairs with you. Um, and I definitely agree that we need more boobs in horror movies. We need more boobs in all movies. Like, we need more nudity. Everyone is so sense negative, I feel like, now. And, like, I think the joy of watching movies is knowing that there's probably going to be a sex scene. And I feel like there's no sex scenes anymore. Um, so I totally agree with you. We need we need more booze, we need more ass, we need more dicks. We need everything. We need it we need it all. Um, I just rewatched Thirty Nights last night, so I'm I'm really I'm really on that wave. I'm I'm in full support of that. Whoa. Um Whoa. also the people under the stairs might be my favorite horror movie of all time. Whoa. Um I do agree with your points with the six out of ten, but I think I think it's a banger. I love Wes Craven. Um but yeah. Hope you guys are doing well. Yeah. We met Sydney from Boston. Oh, that's right. Sydney. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, she's sex positive and she's not from New York. Um, she's but almost the character from Scream 6. So a murderer. Whoa. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> How did you do this to us? Um. Yeah, I mean, it's weird right now. Movies are very prudish. Like, it's there's very few R-rated movies in theaters now, and even the ones that are rated are have very little sex. Well, you know? the kids the kids aren't having sex. It's not the thing to do. <laughs> have you heard? Yeah, here it's a real. Pr- I mean, we're going to be in Japan's place pretty quick if we don't put some more tits in movies. That's all I'm saying. Look, like, I mean, every you go every, you go to a a movie with your date or your spouse, and you want to fuck afterwards, right? Who doesn't now, look? Who doesn't like boobs? <clears throat> who I know. Who's the per- oh well? You know, there's some people who might not like boobs so much, but there's maybe maybe six percent of the population. You know, right. everybody else is like clamoring. You know, uh, they want to get their hands on them, just want to grope them, right? You know, yeah, it's not, and it's not the cool thing to do right now. There's very few. Yeah, what is that? Know, sex positive actresses out there that are willing to show their breasts. Good news is, and I appreciate the ones that do. Hey, you know, hey, hey. Good news is, this podcast, sex positive. Yeah, we are sex positive. We'll give you some sort of an idea how thick it is. Thick. <laughs> pretty good way to end this episode yeah i mean it's it's easy to say like oh it's exploitative but like you know i agree with cindy we just want more it's appreciative exploitative yeah, i mean is another just, word for appreciative not just boobs but like you know ass and backsack and, and dick tank and dick yeah, Vagina actually, go bush. like I, can't, I keep I keep talking about. It. I, I really like that Strangers in the Lake episode. Like it's you. Sometimes you think you want more or something, and you're like, and then you get it, and you're like, oh, boy, man, did I really want enough. more of that? Yeah, it's not enough. I need more. I do. I really want that though. And then you get it, and you're like, <clears throat> and now I've got. I'm like, yeah. What about that? I mean, Hollywood. We want more. Uh, jizzing on stomachs. Is that too much to ask? Bryce, what if the first movie that we reviewed twice was Strangers, by the way? 
We wanted to give it a second take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you're really obsessed with Stranger by the Lake, I'm just really, I'm just really about I mean, it, you know? That one gal with that breathy voice. I have a fever. You know? And it's uh, <laughs> the only... The only antidote. I'm gonna, more dick. I'm going to have to disappoint her because, number one, yes, I am happily married. But number two, I'm really interested in Stranger by the Lake. <laughs> really a lot. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, let's just put it out there to all of our gay listeners. Like, where is all the gay sex horror movies? Like, tell us every single reference. Yeah, not the ones that are like sleepers where you get to like swoon over the killer, you know, like mm. I want but fuck it, you know? <laughs> as as gay as it goes. Right. Hmm. Okay, so I want people to the... question my sexuality when I review this. <laughs> I think people do, already do. To be honest, I want them to be very confused, mm. as confused as me. Six eight two two five three four four six eight. Yeah, call us and leave us a voicemail. We love you. Thanks everyone for calling in. We'll see you on the flippity floppity. Bye. Bye. <laughs>